everyone, and welcome to That Lux Life Podcast. I'm your host, Aisha A.K. Lesh of the petite fashion and luxury lifestyle blog, Living Lesh, where I aim to redefine what luxury means and lead you into living your best life. Each week, I'll be bringing you those tips, secrets, and bits of inspiration that will take you into living your luxurious life without the four-figure price tag. So get ready to live your life in luxury, because guess what? You deserve it. Welcome back, my lovely people, to another episode of the That Looks Life podcast. Today, I'm actually here to talk about something that's super personal because it's based off of something that I struggled with for many years, um, including starting in middle school, all the way to high school, into adulthood. And the conversation and things I'm talking about are stemming from recent events that happened in my life with the friends that I surround myself with. So today I'm actually going to be sharing some tips on how to communicate, establish, and firmly set and hold to those boundaries that you have with female friends. As a female myself, I have dealt with female friends who either crossed boundaries, didn't respect them, or fully didn't understand them. And this has been happening over years and years and I will say probably around high school when I realized that those boundaries were being crossed too often for me, I went through high school not having a lot of female friends. I think at most I would have about two. I was cordial with other females. I would talk to other females, but I surrounded myself with a lot of males just because, you know, they establish boundaries. They also don't cross certain lines because they know they don't understand certain things. They do cross some lines. There are some lines they get a little weird with and you're like, listen, We are not the same. You need to know what you're doing. But I feel like with females, because we technically tend to relate to each other, those boundaries are easily crossed or we get a little too close. And because we are not establishing those boundaries or communicating them very effectively, it just it just happens. But I'm kind of spinning my wheel. So I want to give you a little background. Like I was saying, in high school, I probably had two female friends at one time through every year. I mean, I had other friends who I wouldn't see as often. I would just, like I said, communicate with them, talk to them. Maybe we were in class, but there were only really like two to maybe three girls who I would go to. We'd go hang out and do things together. We would go to high school parties together. We would go to sporting events, do all those things, you know, have a great time. And then I think as it got closer and closer to graduation, you know, things were changing. And of course, you know, when you're about to graduate, everyone knows you're going on to a different life. Things are changing. Some people start having these, I guess you would say, jealousies of, oh, you're able to go here, but I'm going to be going here or you're doing this and I'm not doing this. Or there's just not understanding of what's about to happen and the change can get overwhelming. And I actually ended up losing my two best friends at the time. And in hindsight, you know, looking back, I realized that it was actually probably the best thing for us not to have remained friends after we left high school, just because looking back at the relationship, it just wasn't always fully healthy. Um, Speaking personally, I knew that I had this leadership aspect to me, but I also tended to fall into this follower aspect. And I think a lot of it came from the fact that I went to a predominantly white school and as one of the few African-Americans at the school, 
instead of being, you know, called out or, you know, being that token black friend or, you know, being asked questions or, you know, having those people who always say, well, I don't mean to be racist when they're about to say something racist and they end up doing it because they're supposed to be your friends and you're basically outnumbered, you kind of let things slide. So I think at that time, I just felt like it's easier just to fit in and not say anything and follow the rest of the crowd than being that leader and standing up and being who I was. So within those friendships, I wasn't setting boundaries. I wasn't communicating. I wasn't relaying my feelings. And things just kind of continued on till either I crossed the boundary with them, they crossed the boundary with me, or we just crossed each other's boundaries completely together. And it was a big dramatic fallout and... Unfortunately, you know, with the one girl who I was friends with, it kind of continued through years, even though we weren't even talking, which then just crossed more boundaries because we weren't even friends anymore. It was just crossing more boundaries. And the other friend just kind of, you know, foreign friend kind of floated off. Um, she went her own way, which was fine, which is how I think, you know, friendship should end. If, you know, boundaries crossed or, you know, something's happened, just kind of float off and, and be on your own. Um, but that is just kind of the backstory on that. Now, to bring it to today, recently there was an incident where boundaries were crossed, and I wouldn't even say they were crossed directly with me, but I'm very protective of the friends that I keep in my friends group because I don't often let a lot of people in. But there were boundaries that were crossed, and I kind of observed about how those boundaries weren't communicated fully, about how when they were communicated, they just weren't understood or just how some people just tend to ignore other people's boundaries. And to, without pointing out names or situations, there was just a one individual who, from observation, just seemed to not know where those boundaries were. And it could have came from her background and how you know she kind of grew up in the things she understood. It could have just been the the social anxieties she was dealing with at the time because of the intense situation that we were in. Um, but there could have been a number of factors that just led those boundaries to be crossed, those actions to be taken. But at the end of the day, those boundaries were crossed and it hurt people. Um, there was there was yelling. There was people crying. And, you know, I'm actually going to backtrack there. That person did cross a boundary with me um, by yelling at me and yelling at me as if it, she were my mother. Or that, you know, I did something to hurt her when the only time, only thing I did was I had picked something up and, you know, taken it someplace to kind of help her. And she felt like she was not being like, like I was basically saying, oh, you can't do this. I'm going to do it for you. And that she was being treated as helpless when that wasn't the case. Um, and alcohol was involved at the time. But I will say, regardless of whether alcohol is involved or not, you can't cross someone's boundaries and expect things to be okay. And when you cross a boundary, you have to apologize for it. And that apology never really came to me specifically until it was brought up by other people. And I did feel like the apology was kind of just like, it was forced, first, but it was authentic. And it could have been authentic to her. It was just how I took it and how I felt. But those are just kind of backstories, again, current day, what has led, um, we ended up having to break the friendship with this individual um, just because within our friend group, too many boundaries were crossed with too many people. Um, and I will say, you know, those boundaries have been crossed. I can't say for everybody um, based just because it's two different people saying different things. And I don't like to point fingers. Um, those actions that were taken about us breaking those ties were just for the betterment of our group. But 
I don't know if those boundaries were communicated effectively, if they were communicated at all. So where we come into this episode today, I want to talk about that because I feel like that's a big thing that happens with female friends is whether it's just a female friend one or one or just a a group of friends or, you know, certain situations that come about is we don't either often communicate our boundaries very effectively. And then because they are not communicated, if they're communicated at all, um, we end up lashing out or there's a bigger fallout. On the other end, communication boundaries or the communication of boundaries are had, but the person receiving them, I can't fully say they're either ignoring them. That could be the case, but they're not understanding them. So, you know, in the episode, I want to talk about how we communicate boundaries, how we should receive the communication of those boundaries, and then how to avoid crossing someone's boundaries or having, I can't say having your boundaries crossed because someone crosses it. You have no really control of that after you've communicated it. But knowing as female friends, when you're pushing things too far, at the end of the day, every individual has a different backstory. They're a different person. They do different things. So they have different boundaries. It's just how we operate. I have a different boundary line from my sister. And though we have a similar background because we have, we grew up in the same house, our parents, but we have different boundaries. And just because we are two individual people. So when you have your friends and your your female friends, you have to understand that they have boundaries based off of how they feel personally, what their mental state is, what they're going through, what things they feel is like their their touch points, um, all of those things. And that comes into when you you are a friend with someone, if you are a true friend, you need to get to know your friend as much as you can to the extent that they feel comfortable with. I'm someone personally who I will share anything about myself, but when you start asking questions that involve other people in my life, then I draw that line. And I've established that with my friends. So here comes into my first tip is when you are talking to people, talking to your friends, meeting new friends, let them know about how or what things are your touch points? I go to my friends and I go, you know, in my background, there were just certain people in my life who did A, B, and C, which has caused me to be really touchy when you talk about my son, when you talk about my husband, when you talk about my siblings, when you ask about them. So know that if you ask about them or you start talking about them or you push that, that it's going to be a touch point for me. And there's a way to calmly go into that. So how I did it with my friends is, you know, I'll just go, okay, you know, here's, here's some backstories about me. Like I'll just start sharing stories and we all don't communicate like that, but we often like share our experiences with things. And when you're sharing your experience with them, maybe just like, okay, you know, that's a touchy subject. Talk about how it's touchy to you. Or on the other end, when you have your friends who are sitting there telling you stories and they're, they're talking about things and they're involving things and you're just going, you know what, I'm not okay to share about my background or my experience with this because it's touchy for me. There are plenty of opportunities and you can kind of hear them and understand them when they're in conversations for you to communicate what subjects or what topics or what things are touchy with you. But on the other end, as a friend, you have to be also listening to people when they're sharing their touchy subjects. I know that with my friends, there are certain things that they are super passionate about and passionate to the point where 
if you criticize it, if you talk negatively about it, that it'll become a certain thing where they'll they'll clam up, they'll get very very uptight about it. They don't want to talk about it. They don't want you to say anything about it. So you have to listen to their passions and then feel free to ask those questions. I feel like we get hesitant to ask questions because there are people who often react negatively to those questions and it can be a very fine line to teeter. But sometimes I feel to myself that if we don't ask those questions, how do we know Then we're working out of ignorance rather than I'd rather ask you a question. You may have a certain reaction because I asked the question, but now I know that it is a boundary that's been happening. I will apologize for asking that question. That's another tip. Don't be afraid to apologize and genuinely apologize when you find out what a boundary is. And when someone finds your boundary, don't automatically get upset if you haven't communicated it. So, but again, when you are finding that person's boundaries, genuinely apologize and pull back. I have had friends who have asked me questions because of the fact that they want to know more about me. They want to know what my boundaries are and they want to know what flies or not. Many of my friends are not people of color. So they have questions about me as a black woman. I had one of my friends the other day, we were on a trip, well, not the other day, last month or so, but we were on a trip and she asked me about my hair. Um, it's no secret. I wear extensions. I wear wigs. I put braids in my hair. I have protective styles. And she wanted to understand the difference between the wigs I was putting in my hair and the wigs she would probably get off of wherever she's getting them from because she has her natural long, you know, locks. She has dirty blonde, no, brown hair. She's a brunette. Um, but she would, she genuinely was just like, I want to ask you this question, but if you get offended by it or you don't want to answer, don't feel like you have to answer. And I felt that the way that she approached that saying, I want to ask you a question. I'm not meaning to be offensive. And if it hurts your feelings, please don't answer. There was no but in that sentence. It wasn't that, oh, I'm going to ask you this question and I don't mean to be offensive, but I'm going to ask it anyway. It was, I want to ask you this question simply because I want to get to know you and I want to understand who you are and who your culture is. And if you don't feel comfortable answering, please don't answer. She gave me that way out and respected that there may be a boundary there. She just didn't know. And I went forward and I answered the question. I appreciate her for asking. I said, you know what? Thank you for asking. So you know you know, what's going on and there are certain things. And then I, I told her about like physical boundaries that I have. Like I'm very protective of my hair, so don't touch it. I don't like being touched. I have friends who know that I don't like being touched very often. So they'll ask me for hugs if I'm just staying there. They'll come, we'll meet each other, they'll go, oh, can I give you a hug? Yes. They know I just don't like being touched. I randomly just don't, I don't do it. But they ask. So you have to communicate those clear boundaries to people. If someone does something once, don't immediately get upset. Let them know that's a boundary they crossed. Say it out loud. And as females, one of the things we tend to do that I found out as myself with the girls I've been around, and I say this as females, but I don't want to completely generalize, um, though I am generalizing. It's just I'm generalizing out of my experience. Um, but I have noticed that with a lot of females, what we tend to do is when a boundary has been crossed, instead of going and saying, oh, this is a boundary, you've crossed this, let me talk about it so we can talk about this, come to an understanding so it doesn't happen again, 
We tend to just not say anything, brush it under the rug, let it go and act like, okay, well, they only did it once. They won't do it again. That's not always true because if they don't know, there's no reason for them not to know not to do it again because of the fact that how did they, how, how did they know that it was a boundary that was crossed? We have to be able to vocalize that something has happened in a calm manner. And it doesn't have to be right in that moment. Know that, you know, as emotional people, I mean, anyone can have an emotional reaction, that there may be a boundary that has been crossed, but step back, know yourself, know how you react, and then walk into a space and go, you know what, this happened the other day, I wanna talk about it. Communicate that a boundary has been crossed. Communicate that. Additionally, I will say, not all boundaries have to be communicated. And I'm talking, I want to talk about certain things based off of the recent experiences that have been happening, which have led us to this recent breaking of friends group. Um, there is no necessary communication of a boundary that needs to be said when you are disrespecting someone else. Disrespect to me is you're yelling at someone. You've insulted them just out of nowhere. There's a way to tell someone you don't like something um, or like they've done something that you didn't really like, but to insult them blatantly. Also, don't embarrass your friends in a public space. Those are just boundaries that don't have to be communicated at all. So if there are boundaries where you feel like someone should automatically know because they're common boundaries, and I can't say like all common boundaries are, but like yelling is definitely a common boundary. No person likes to be yelled at and talked down to. Everyone wants and looks to give and get respect. Don't insult your friends, especially not in public. If it's joking and you don't know what boundary has been crossed, you know, again, communicate those. That, you know, that joke went a little too far. But when you're openly insulting someone directly and it's not in a joking manner, that's not okay. That's not a healthy friendship. So those things, you know, that has happened in our group. There was just a lot of yelling. There was a lot of insulting. There was a lot of, no, you're wrong. I'm not even going to listen to you. There was just a lot of passive aggressiveness. Like that's not healthy. And those boundaries, I don't necessarily feel like they need to be communicated. But again, that's in my own opinion. But if those are things that are happening with you and your friends and it keeps happening, go and communicate that. Go step aside, say, we are adults. We need to talk about this. This is happening and it needs to stop or I'm going to end this friendship. And it's okay if a friendship has to end. I had to end a friendship with one of my former friends from, I knew her in high school. We became closer friends in college. Um, but she was on a different life path than me. Um, she didn't want to have kids. She wasn't interested in ever getting married. And that's okay. Everyone has, you don't have to not be friends with those people. Um, but where it crossed the boundary for me was when I got married, she was constantly asking me to go out and do these things that I didn't feel like were respectful towards my husband. And at the time she was dating someone else and she was trying to get me to come out to go to these parties and clubs. And every once in a while I would go with her out of, you know, talking to my husband, making sure it's okay. But she would be out trying to flirt with guys, bring me over, trying to like be a wingman for her and also to kind of get me to kind of take over this wing, wing woman aspect where I'm now, you know, entertaining the friend where I feel like I'm disrespecting my husband. Um, I just found out that some of the men that I was running into at the time, whether I was wearing a wedding ring or not, they didn't really care. 
And I felt like that was the first boundary she crossed of you're not respecting my marriage and my relationship. Whether you want to disrespect your own, that's on you. But don't bring me in into that. That is just not something where, and I communicated that to her and she's like, you know what? That's fine. We had to sit down. We went and had a brunch and I said, you know, I hope you go out and have fun. I can't go with you anymore because I feel like you're not respecting my relationship. And here's what I need us to do and us to understand moving forward. The reason why we ended up breaking up our friendship is because after I had a child, um, when I revealed it to her, like, oh, I'm pregnant. Her answer was why? And I said, what do you mean why? And it went into how I was making a huge mistake having a baby. My life's going to change. You know, maybe I should really think about what I'm doing. And it was kind of leading down to this path of like, again, disrespecting my relationship and ruining my happiness. Like it was obvious I was super happy. Um, and then after, you know, she, I, I talked to her about it again, I communicated how I felt like, you know, I'm really excited to be a mother. I'm, I'm going to, you know, love my son unconditionally. I'm super excited. And she joined on, she was very excited for me, but then when I had my son, she went into this whole, well, leave him at home. This is what I'm talking about. You stopped your life. He's ruining your entire life. So then she started insulting my son. And again, I thought that wasn't a, a, a boundary that needs to be communicated. You don't insult someone's children. Um, I feel like, again, you don't communicate that, but I feel like after I already communicated with her about my relationship and now my child before my son was even there, she was now crossing that boundary. And it was just one of those things of, you know, what, let's talk about this. You did this, but you've already crossed it and I'm kind of just done. So there are certain things. And then even now, one of my, my very closest friends, her and I constantly talk about the boundaries we have, um, you know, she and I have different views on certain things. We have different interests and we constantly talk about where our lines are with both activities we do, um, with different things that we talk about. And it's just allowed us to be better friends to one another so that we aren't crossing for the boundaries. We're not breaking a friendship and we have an understanding who we are as individuals and who we are as a friend. So I think that's the one thing is we have to understand ourselves when we're communicating our boundaries. And we also have to understand who our friends are when we're communicating those boundaries to them. And it can get very complex. It's just, it's a whole thing, but communication in any relationship is key. So when you're dealing with your friends, you're dealing with you know, I wouldn't say dealing with your friends. I guess that's a rough way to say it. But when you are, you know, building and growing your friendships, you're trying to figure out what's going wrong in a friendship. It's look back at your communication. Has your boundaries been communicated? Has their boundaries been fully communicated? And maybe a thing to do right now is, you know, think about your friends. Think about that in this moment and go, did my friends and I ever actually talk about our boundaries? And if you're sitting there going, I don't think we clearly have. Plan a lunch, plan a brunch, plan a picnic in the park, whatever you feel like you need to do and establish those boundaries. Have that conversation, you know, call each other, FaceTime, just talk about it because it's going to make your relationship with your female friends longer lasting than it would if those boundaries aren't communicated because without the knowledge of boundaries, you're basically just shooting in the dark. People are acting in certain ways. And next thing you know, there's strife, there's issues, there's arguing and there's drama and nobody ever wants that. Like I, we dealt with that in the recent things. It's just too much. It's stressful. It like shuts your whole body down. And then you're just like, no, I don't want to deal with this. So communicate those. And then 
let me know how it goes, honestly. Like, I would love to hear from people who are listening to this going, I went and I communicated my boundary and I listened to your episode and I used what you did and this worked or this didn't work because I would love to get back on here and go, here, I've heard from all of my listeners to this and they did this and here's what didn't work. Here's what didn't work. Here are some stories versus just me talking about me um, because you know, sometimes when other people hear about what other people did and what worked and what didn't work and the different personality types, it helps. But again, if you don't know your friend's boundaries, you don't, they don't know yours, you need to go communicate them basically yesterday. Because I'm telling you, I, I swear to it, it will make your relationships with your friends last so, so much longer.